Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding ding, ding dong, da dong, dong. Now hey. I don't want you to talk to me like that and call me a ding dong and all that stuff. <laughs> just cause, oh. just cause I don't know how to do all that smart stuff like ciphering and no, whatever. Yeah, um, right, whatever. I know. As soon as I started saying it, I was like, nah, forget that. I know how to. It seemed like you were just being a Yahoo. Yeah, yeah. That's how that's no well, I'm being a Yahoo and I'm, you know, doing okay. How about you? Pretty good. Pretty good. It is hot here. I'm in Florida. Oh, okay. um, Gator country. Now, I thought you were going to be in Tennessee or something. I was in Tennessee and then I came to Florida. I'm, oh. on, a tour. I'm on a tour, you know, like Elvis. I see. Well, I thought it was going to be Florida first and then Tennessee. Gotcha. No, it was Tennessee and then Marietta, Georgia, and then Florida. Wow. And I That's... am in the, um, they've got me housed in like a, I guess, bunkhouse, dorm. I don't know what it is. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, what do you call those? Bunk beds oh. and one single bed. So okay. 13. There's room to sleep 13 in this room. And people are likely to be coming in and out, so y'all, who knows what you're gonna hear? It'll be festival ambiance, like it I was will saying. Be festival ambiance, that is correct. Are you getting good sleep? Well, I'm in a room full of men folk, mm. most of whom snore like freight trains. Oh, okay. so uh, not not so much, but uh, it's not bad. It's not terrible. It could be worse, I, I guess. Tonight I'm, on, tonight I'm gonna drink a lot of Irish whiskey, and then you know it'll be better. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess so. I've always wondered about how you would sleep in a festival setting, and you know, when I was younger, it was no big deal. But as I get older, I get picky. So how? So you must be pretty flexible. I am pretty flexible. <laughs> um. You know, I mostly sleep good. I sleep like the dead. I don't mean like the band of the dead. I mean like dead people. So, yeah, I'm mostly okay. Well, that's, well, you're used to it, too, and that's good, but... I kind of am, yeah. yeah. You don't, I guess, have like a favorite pillow or a favorite blanket or something. You I do? do. I travel with a little bitty pillow, uh -huh. uh, and I travel everywhere with it. I didn't take it with me over to Scotland, but I take... On tour, I take it with me because it helps me sleep. And yes. this is sound, I'm sorry if this is TMI, but it also has to be not clean. So <laughs> okay. I can't launder it before I go on tour because I, it needs to smell like me. Oh. That's that, part of what's important is that it smells like me. Yeah, that's very primal. It is. Well, I'm primitive, you know. That's all right. That's a survival technique. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm good with it. I'm very good with it. How is our good friend, Miss Ilsa, doing? Hey, Ilsa. Ilsa seems to be doing better and better every day. She that put uh, she put a lot of research into things before she started asking for that surgery. Mm -hmm. And so when she was finally told, and she had been asking for it for a number of years, evidently. And when they finally told her she could have it, it was just such relief to her and I think that her healing has been you know as expected and 
pretty good. And I think I recall hearing her, or excuse me, seeing her read whatever, reading what she said. I think I recall her saying that her biggest problem was going to be staying quiet because she had more energy now and she already has less pain. So that's good. That's a successful surgery. Yeah, no question. No question at all. Good for her. Yep. And she's very good at communicating. So her friends and family do not have to sit around and wonder, you know, and that's, I think that's a good thing too. The ones that don't want to hear about it, they don't have to read about it. (laughs) And she posts the rest up there somewhere for them to see. So I think that's pretty good. Open book. As opposed to my family or me or something, we want to keep everything quiet, not say, tell anybody anything. (laughs) Like it's a big state secret or something. (laughs) The town of Asheville misses you. Oh, I wonder, does it? I don't know. I think it does. I'll tell you one thing. You wouldn't be burning up if you were here right now. I've been actually chilly all day. It's been raining and cool all day. And uh, I don't even think it's hit 60, not even close to it. Oh, my gosh. Well, here we have rain, a lot of rain. I got out of a class I was teaching at 2, finished up at, no, at 3, finished up at 4.30. And we left the tent as the rain started. So it's, oh, wow. but it's, but it's warm, but in here, I'm in the bunkhouse now because I thought it'd be a little bit quieter and it is so cold in here. I put on a, another shirt, an overshirt, and I put on my neck scarf and a little warm cap because the AC is so high. It's cold. Uh, well, that's good. <laughs> Can't be getting cold in Florida. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. So uh, we were driving around last night i think i told you in the pre-show till about 2 a.m looking at stuff that we hadn't that david hadn't seen for a long time and just talking about the old days and we went down haywood road and i think he was pretty surprised did his eyes pop out of his head well i don't know i was driving so i wasn't looking at him (laughs) isn't that what i'm supposed to say but he he did sound very surprised and we talked about you a little bit because you're a native too of this area and it's just like we're getting we're getting to be rare the natives oh yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah but, i was talking there was a girl today who was saying i don't remember how we got on the subject and she said well where are you and i said I, i'm up in north carolina and she said where and i said Asheville. she said i lived in weaverville for the first eight years of my life and i went wow. did you really <laughs> and she came up there uh, maybe last year, year before, on her honeymoon. She said, it's a, different, uh-huh. isn't it? it she is came different. to Weaverville for her honeymoon? Came up to Asheville. Oh, okay. Yeah, I hear that Asheville has has become or is a, a big old wedding destination. Well, it is beautiful. It is. But, let's, yeah, it is. I'm going to leave it at that. So, uh <laughs> I think maybe on the weekend agenda for our guest, uh, we're going to probably either try and mushroom hunt or try and make some more music or one of those places that I never talk about on the podcast, 
I'm mm-hmm. going to take him to one of those places. Oh, that would be good. That'd yeah, be I just wish good. you were back. I would take you too. Oh, uh, well, one day I'll be back. <laughs> well, <laughs> I know it. I know it. Well, have you seen, have you seen anything extraordinary for this trip? Well, that first festival I did, the housing was so bad. I mean, just a filthy little cabin thing that had, oh, again, yeah. bunk beds. It had four bunk beds in it. Oh. And it wasn't it wasn't no bigger than a, a good-sized bathroom. Mm. And it was just oh, awful, awful, awful. And the, I had some friends that had gone ahead and got a, like a villa. Because yeah. it was in one of those nice Tennessee state parks. And I was talking about I couldn't sleep the night before because it's so dusty, the place. They hadn't even swept it out. You know, it was mm. just it was just nasty. Okay. And I couldn't sleep and I and I was tired. It was the second night in a row I hadn't slept. And those sweet people, they they said they had an extra room and and I could have it. What? So I spent the rest of that festival in this beautiful villa and had to drive down to where the festival was. But I'm telling you, that changed everything. Those kind people who just said, you should not have to live like that. And that they let is... me come and stay with them. Wow. That is really nice. And that that's real nice. friendship. It was yeah, it very is. nice. It sure is. And so that changed everything. And we, we, uh, had there was a deck of course on the lake and we would sit out there i mean they were all smokers so they sit out there and smoke and uh i'd sit out there and look at the ducks and the geese and the uh oh just everything everything you imagine out there and uh, the sky was so beautiful big old white clouds it was just lovely they made bacon one morning that first morning that i woke up there they made bacon and they made too much so they just I know I can't imagine doing too much bacon, but what? still. <laughs> so there, there were a couple of little bitty pieces of bacon left, and they said, "Oh, we'll eat that on a sandwich or something later." Well, I put it down on the deck for the crows. Oh, and the crows came down, and they were like, "Whoa, somebody left something good here. Mmm, this looks good." <laughs> and they kept coming back, like, "Well, when's some more of that's going to show up? That's good. Well, yeah, that's what that's they do." They're very trained, very trained around here. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. And by, by they, I mean the humans who feed them <laughs> are yes. very trained. That's because... who is well trained. It's the humans. <laughs> oh, yes. Lordy. Well, so anyway, that was it was beautiful to be there on that beautiful lake. And, and with any festival, the very best part of it are the people that you see. And I saw some old friends. I made some new friends. I saw some real old friends that I I did their wedding for them about, golly, maybe 20 years ago. Wow. And it was so good to see them again. So all of that was really good. My classes were very well attended. They they had done something weird with the scheduling. And I don't know. I mean, I do know. The guy who was in charge of it didn't know who I was. He didn't have a clue. He kept referring to me as Bryson. And I think he thought I was a man. He never met me. You know, he never met me before. So he had scheduled. Well, the schedule came out and none of my classes were on it. So I contacted just the, you know, Facebook messenger for the festival. I didn't know who I was talking to because they didn't. And they never introduced themselves. 
And I said, I noticed none of my classes are listed. Do y'all not want me to come? And he said, no, no, no. Look on. No, he didn't say no, no, no. He just said, check Saturday. That's all he said. Okay. So I look at the schedule on Saturday and I've submitted three classes. And I think, well, that's dumb to put all three of them on Saturday, but okay. So I look on Saturday and none of the classes are listed. So I come back to the fellow and go, well, unless you've changed the names of my classes, I'm not, none of my classes are listed Saturday. Then it was this fall roll about, oh, well, maybe he didn't upload right. So when I get home, I'll fix all that. Well, he got home and he scheduled me a class at eight o'clock Saturday morning Ooh. during breakfast. So I didn't get breakfast. Then another class right after it at nine o'clock and then another one in the afternoon. So it was just Whoa. weird. And he was weird. Hmm. And not in the W.I.R.D. kind of. No, way. not weird like weird mountain gals. Uh -uh. And and somebody just came in the room. Guess who it is? It's. Fabulous, superstar, <laughs> uh, virtuoso musician and composer. Must be Brian. It's Brian. Yeah. Hey, he's the virtuoso. <laughs> hey. How you doing, Brian? I'm doing all right. I had a really long nap. I slept from lunch till dinner. <laughs> College boy sleep. There you go. Yeah. I needed it. Now my back does not hurt. Oh, well, that's yeah, good. Back issues. Ah, well, so and I didn't tell you that part of the Tennessee festival. He mm -hmm. uh, he was down in the back Saturday, and he spent the whole day sitting in that beautiful villa in a chair because he couldn't move because his back hurts bad. Oh, oh I'm so and one sorry. Of, one, of the, one of our friends uh, has, she has pain issues all the time. She gave him an oxy. Uh-huh. Maybe an official southerner. <laughs> Yeah, but did so, it help your back? Not really. Not really. The is ibuprofen a, did much better. Is it a, a back is it a back spasm that you have? No, it's something that happened because I lifted something I shouldn't have. Oh. And uh, I think it's pinching a nerve. Oh, is it still doing it? Uh, off and on, but not like oh. it was that Saturday. I could I I could barely move. Oh. Well, are you putting ice on it? I'm not doing anything with it now, except I took a nap. Okay. I took some ibuprofen. How long and, did, which, did which it? Which will take the swelling down in the back, you know. I was going to say, how long has it been since you heard it? How many days? It's been about a week now. It, uh, yeah. But the thing is, it, I didn't notice it right away. Mm. I just knew I shouldn't have been lifting what I was lifting. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've, that's how it happened. I was playing guitar with Mama Gina. The mm. night before, it went completely haywire. And I uh, had the Les Paul on, and I guess... I was making some moves that I should have only done when I was 16. <laughs> and I don't feel anything when I'm playing. Right. I get that. I mean, I could be in you know, all kinds of pain and not notice it if I'm really into the, the groove. And yeah, so I did something to it. I think that really just sent it over the edge that night. I am so sorry to hear that. I mean, no. I really am. And I know y'all have many, many hours worth of driving to do in addition to the work that you're doing at the festivals wow so yeah. well i've i've never i don't i don't know about oxy i think they prescribed it for me when i had a surgery a hand surgery but i'm not not much on those things anyway but i know for backs the thing i recommend is rest and cold 
and uh, uh, anti-inflammatory diet helps as much as anything, but it takes a few days for it to kick in where you're just drinking water, not eating salt, you know, and, and you get any kind of excess. Of course, that may just be a female thing and guys may not have to worry about bloating well, and stuff. We don't have any control over the diet because we eat what the festival gives us. Uh, yeah. I gotcha. But yeah, I think he's going to live. Yeah. You know? I'm, I'm, I mean, right now, I don't feel any issues at all, but I yes. slept all afternoon. Mm-hmm. And, so. and well, I'm glad you got I, some I took sleep. some ibuprofen today, too. But that was, you know, five hours ago. Well, I guess you need to just keep it around just in case and get your maintenance dose on it or whatever they call that. I, yeah. I hear my um, mother when people tell me that they're hurting. I hear mom come out and say, well, now you need to do blah, 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 blah. Uh, <laughs> and so not trying to be his mom. I know he's a big boy <laughs> there. What, that's you know, all right you your mom is a nurse she knows what she's doing yeah that's true but uh, speaking of i'm taking that woman to virginia this coming weekend oh my so, god is that finally gonna happen it is well she's not gonna stay with craig and them i think she's we're just gonna go and see my nephew walk and graduate uh, oh that's wonderful yeah he made the dean's well, list now, now alicia we're being joined by that illustrious red-headed kilt-wearing Arthur Hines, famous musician, bon vivant, man about town. <laughs> My goodness. And I, do Would any you, of y'all have your stringed instruments with you? <laughs> yes. Well, hello from the hot, sweaty uh, swamps of Florida. Well, hello from the, the cool, damp, rainy area of Western North Carolina. It's good to meet you. Well, I want to hear these guitars. Can you well, tell? Well, I will... I'll uh I'll do a little bit. They both are playing tomorrow night, and um, maybe I'll do a bit of Facebook Live with the two of them. That'd be awesome. Arthur looks just like Arthur looks like our friend Patrick, oh, except he's like a, a head taller. Okay. He's got red hair and a beard, little glasses on. He could be any one of any number of my kinfolk, I guess. Exactly. She's she's a redhead too. Oh. Especially the women. No, <laughs> with that beard. <laughs> With the the women with the beard, yes, I get it. Yes, oh, yes. So, how are you going to celebrate Beltane while you're? I'm going to celebrate Beltane the weekend after uh, Beltane, which I think is like the fifth or the sixth that Sunday mm -hmm. in the park in Asheville. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I'll be in Virginia probably. Dag nabbit. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'll be back in town Tuesday, Monday night, I think, and back in town for real on Tuesday. I'm just leaving because it's two men. They're both musicians, and they can't shut up. <laughs> All right, we'll see if this, if this holds up. Can you still hear me? Yes, I can. Good. You sound just Good. fine, as a matter of fact. Good. So. I'm going to find a bench to sit on. No, they, you know, I, I guess I was a little too cavalier with all that. And they, they thought, well, let's just sit down and talk about us for a change. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I'm doing uh, Beltane uh, 7th. I think that Sunday is the 7th. Okay. And that's going to be Mother Grove, Goddess Temple. is going to do it in the, one of the city parks, but I haven't decided which one yet. Oh, 
Well, I, yeah. I, I will be in one of those ticky tacky little A-frame vacation rentals on Sunday. My this coming Sunday though, uh, playing, playing, doing a little, having a little jam, I guess. So, oh, how how nice! Yeah, it's jamming. Wonderful. It it is. You'd be is, jamming. Yeah, I'd be jamming. It is so wonderful to be able to get out and be in the room with people again. And yeah. not, you know, I, I mean, it's not that, well, I'm just not worried. I am being cautious and I'm trying to use common sense about all of it. So like this one coming up on Sunday is probably going to have 30 or 40 people there. And we're going to do it outside at around a fire pit. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Yeah. So there'll be, you know, 10 or 15 playing music and the rest will be milling around in the back. And that, that should be all right with me. Those, oh, that sounds so good. I swear, oh. I thought I had a quiet place to be, and then the generator started. <laughs> it's fine. I, I couldn't even over. hear. Then I moved over, and now the other generator started. So I'm going to keep wandering while we're talking. Yeah, keep wandering. Tell me about your facilities. Uh, I know I know the place you're staying is pretty pretty okay. Uh, what about? Well, no, it's, it's fine. It's a, it's a Kiwanis Club camp. Mm-hmm. summer camp i guess for kids okay and it has all those you know it's got a big dining hall with a kitchen yeah and then it's got a a building that's just for crafts then it's got all these bunk houses for the young'uns to be in 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 yeah um there is a little beach right on to, i think it's a it might be a lake i guess it's a lake it might be a river it's not on the ocean Okay. And so you got to be careful because if you go out at sunrise or sunset, that, my friend, is when the gators come out. Because that's also when the deer come out. Yeah. I imagine a few oh. other animals that they'd like to yes, eat. Yes, and there are sandhill cranes here. Oh. And wow. I've never been around them before. I mean, I saw them last time I was here mm-hmm. last year. Yeah. They're very beautiful birds and very weird. Yeah. <laughs> but I saw them flying this time and they make this weird noise when they fly and they are like pterodactyls. Yeah. I'm they really are. They're like dinosaurs. It it was so weird. Yeah, it it's profoundly weird when you look at them. I have studied on them a few times. Yeah, it's it's weird. They're strange birds. <laughs> yeah, that, so weird. I, and there's all that all that pretty uh, Spanish moss hanging down from the trees. That's nice. That's real yeah. nice. Are, is it buggy this time of year over there? It's not. I'm going to knock on wood. It's not terrible buggy. It's not been bad. When you when you said, you know, when you were telling me about not going out at sun, sunrise or sunset when the when it's getting dark, twilight, uh, I was thinking about an experience I had in Florida where I was, I was young and I should not have been going down there by myself, but I did rode a motorcycle down there and got to the keys where those long bridges were. Uh huh. And it was, it was a really fairly awful experience because I got there right about twilight and those big giant flying cockroaches, they call them love bugs, uh, I guess. Pal, pal, palmetto bugs. Yeah. They were out in force right before I got there. And oh my gosh. I didn't have on a faceplate on my helmet. 
and oh. it, not only was it gross and disgusting uh it it hurt <laughs> when one of them would hit you when you were driving along so I, I remember I stopped and got the first thing I could find that would cover my face you know and I did have oh, sunglasses huge. on do what they're huge those big old yeah. palmetto bugs yeah and they were just it was one of the grossest scariest most disgusting things that I've ever gotten into and I was I was really thinking okay this is it I'm done I'm not doing this anymore I just need to go back to North Carolina and I was stubborn and I didn't I wanted to go to the end and I did I made it to the end and I came on back and luckily no worse for the wear but well that is good I know I'll never forget that situation just And I don't, I don't usually say that about stuff, but I, I, yeah, I just can't stand cockroaches or, or anything that resembles them. Well, I get that. I mean, I don't, they don't gross me out as much as some things do, but they're pretty gross. Yeah. How are you with snakes? If, if like a snake went in front of you today, right now, would you, would you get all wigged out like my mom would no, or? No, I don't, I don't mind snakes at all. I mean, I would I would observe what kind of snake it is. And if it was, you know, something I needed to be careful of, I probably would slowly back away. Mm-hmm. In fact, I slowly, I would slowly back away no matter what kind of snake it was. But if, if, if it was not a poisonous snake, I would watch it, you know, cause mm-hmm. I think they're fascinating. I like them. Yeah. I think they're fascinating uh, as well. I saw a pie. I kind of knew a Python I had a friend who had one as a pet and I got to know the python when it was hungry and how it would yeah, act and so yeah. on and so forth. And uh, it, it was fascinating, but I'd much rather see them out and about in the wild because they're yeah. just more, they're, they're just more, I don't know, they're just more magnificent or something. Yeah, I had yeah. a friend who used to do uh, reptile shows, you know, for school children and groups mm-hmm. like that. And he had one that they called, I don't remember what kind it really was, but some kind of small python that he called the cinnamon bun <laughs> because it would get cold and it would wrap itself up in a tight little coil. Yeah. And then it would want to be placed in somebody's lap that was mm-hmm. warm. Mm-hmm. And it would just stay there. Wow. And he said, here, you sit down. I'm going to have you hold the cinnamon bun. I went, oh, cinnamon buns. That sounds great. Mm. And he pulls out this snake. Wow. And he said, well, first she's going to, she's going to wander up and down your arm and she might go around your neck. Don't be afraid. But then she's going to get in her, in your lap and she's going to roll up into a tight little flat cinnamon bun and she's just going to sleep there. And by she, golly, she did. She, she must have been by, small. Yeah, she was. Oh, she was small. Probably not more than a mess. I'm measuring with my hands. You could see. About this big. She's about that big. I don't know, maybe three and a half feet, something like that. She wasn't very, very long. And she just coiled herself up tight, 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 and just sat in my lap. That's interesting. Well, I I read a terrifying article. If it's true, it's terrifying. There was a gal who moved up into this rather tony neighborhood, and she brought her python with her. This python is one that she had gotten from someone else. And so I don't know any other history on it. But she got it in her mind that this python could, 
relate to her and that they had a quote bond. Okay. Now I don't believe for a minute that the snake, the Python was feeling some affectionate bond for her. Okay. But this Python was huge. It was 13 feet long. So that would put it around, I don't know, 200 pounds or so. It seemed Big. to me like it was bigger than the gal was. And she got to where she would let this python roam her condo. Okay. So just roam around and eventually, and I can't remember her, her self-reasoning about it, but she started sleeping with the python. Python would sleep oh. in her bed. Okay. And again, she thought it was just, you know, a love and honor okay? and just bonded with her. Well, there came a point where she thought it was getting sick because it just wouldn't eat. It didn't eat anything that she offered it. And she did that for two or three weeks and she eventually got it somehow in into a vet's office and or a herpetologist or something. And they told her, well, it's making room in its gut for a large meal. <gasps> and when it's... <laughs> They were saying when it was laying beside her, it was probably sizing her up for a meal. Oh, my God. And she started thinking about it, and she realized that it was true. So she got rid of her large python, traded it in, I, and gave it to an endangered species place or something, and replaced it with a little lizard, which I think is better. <laughs> you got to go reptile. Go with the Making one that's not going to kill you in your sleep. Meal. Yeah. <laughs> Can you well, imagine? I, I'm, I'm glad she had a little bit of common sense. Mm -hmm. A little bit. I guess she had some. She didn't. I mean, to know, to have a reptile, to have a, any animal in your care. I, I would think that she would have known that, but. I guess I'm wrong about that, you know. But well, I, I would have maybe she just figured it would never hurt her because she yeah. was its, you know, its person. That's I think that's exactly what she thought, and that oh, they had a God. special bond, and so on. And I I always remember that my cats may act like they love me, but they would eat my face. If, oh, if, absolutely, know. they would. Have Same a... with the cutest little puppy dogs too. They might love you, but, you know, push came to shove. They're animals and you're meat. They, they might love you, but they ain't sentimental about eating you. Right. And so you don't have that. There is a term for that when you kind of put your own emotions uh, onto onto a person. And I cannot remember. It's not not a term that gets used very often. But that is what she was doing. It was, uh, I got creeped out reading that story. And I'm a person who thinks that I'm cool with snakes. You know, but not that's not that story. No, that was that's creepy, Alicia. That's really creepy. <laughs> and again, just like last week, when we say that, it really means something. That's right. When the weird mountain gals think something's creepy, it is yeah. creepy. You don't want to look upon that thing, I guarantee it. Nope. You do not want Yep. All right, y'all. I've been I wandered down to the, wow. the Lagoon Beach place. I'm showing Alicia what that looks like. I'll post some of these pictures on the 
on the Facebook page too. Yeah. Oh, it's gotten so nice and cool out here. Uh, huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna get rid of the video now. Okay. And uh, sit down here, and I'm gonna watch for gators, and I'm gonna watch for snakes. Now that you had that terrible story. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm teasing you. And I'm uh, I'm also wondering now when I came down here and I wasn't talking, you could hear all the frogs. And there's like uh, three different sizes of frogs, I guess. And some <laughs> of them have the little high peepy voices, and some have a big voice. <laughs> so, so they might they might start up again in a little bit. I came by this one camp, and somebody is playing. I don't know what kind of instrument it. Uh, it, it sounds electronic, I guess. Playing. Um, Oh, that song from Don Quixote to to reach the unreachable star, uh, <laughs> the impossible thought, dream. Yes, and I thought, golly, I've not heard that song in a million years. That has been a while. I tell you what was good for after supper tonight, which was barbecue, which I mean, I can take it or leave it. Uh, but there was banana pudding for dessert. Banana pudding made me very happy. We were singing the banana splits theme song yesterday. Oh, Craig and I. Remember that show, the banana? I splits? do. I do. It was uh, la, 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 la. La 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 la. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> hey, Mercury's retrograde. Ain't no telling what's gonna happen. Is it? Oh my God! How did I even yeah. miss that? I don't know. I've taken a little bit of a Facebook break. In that, I, I do check in to make sure that people are okay. And that my the groups that I'm adminning are okay, not having some sort of explosion. But I've been walking away from a lot of the, a lot of the other stuff. I've I've decided that there's not enough room in my life for both social media and political news. So oh. one or the other, because both of them after a while will cause it feel like stress to me. Feels like pressure or something. So I well, just, I, it feels like you can't get away from political news. You can't. And, and although some of it I've really gotten a, a kick out of lately, I bet you can imagine which uh, there's a lot of it that is disturbing in a big way for me. And I just yes. uh, sometimes I need to get my brain a little bit off that subject because I find that I'm constantly thinking about it and it's you know people we're all talking about covid and i say this in a general way but i see a lot of people talking about covid now as if it was a great vacation but when we were in it we weren't feeling that way no you know, Lord, no and who thinks that now a lot of people do a lot of people do and me, even me to a certain extent i think well you know what i kind of hid away from the world 
that was nice. I didn't have to worry about, you know, going out in public and any of that stuff. Not that going out in public bothers me, but after a while, it kind of felt like, oh, here I am and I'm just all by myself or, you know, I'm just here in my little tiny little place of beauty uh, at Weird Mountain. And now you see, I feel more out in it and I'm, because I am and because I have this immune system issue that I'm super aware of now. Thank you, COVID. Yeah. Um, it, it feels a little odd for me to be in groups and I've been invited to some bigger concerts and stuff like that. And the reality of them, when I think about it, I think, you know, I don't think I want to get out with that batch of people right now, maybe some outdoor concerts or something at some point, but for whatever reason, I just don't feel the same about being in public as I used to. So I think I'm just going to have to tiptoe out. And I know I'm not the only person out there like that. And no, But I do, there is a group of people romanticizing and, and just wishing they could go back to the COVID days. And I don't know, I saw somebody posting about it on one of the groups, the West Asheville groups, you know, they were saying, hey, we were getting money from the government and we don't have to worry about going into work and we didn't have to worry about getting our kid to school. We could teach them what we wanted to. And it and oh, and uh, I think the rent got delayed or something like that, too. And they were saying we had it pretty good. We liked it. Golly. I don't know what to say to that. I, I I don't I don't know what to say to that because I don't share that point of view. Um, but but there are people who do lots of them. I think. Anyway, we were talking about that too yesterday. We talked about everything yesterday. That's good. Isn't that nice to be with people you can just talk about anything and everything? Uh, yeah, it was nice, and I guess it's because of my getting older that I'm starting to notice how long I've known somebody for and, you know, kind of putting them in a place in my mind. Cause I, I was thinking, well, I've known this one for X number of years now, who would have thought it, you know, and it's like Thomas, our bass player, he's an awesome guy. And I've been around him off and on for, you know, going on some years now. And yet I know hardly anything about him. That must be what it's like to be, in the darling family or something all you do is you you play music you don't really talk me 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 you know the darlings <laughs> the darlings are everybody's darlings they're a real group but they were not called the darlings they were no. the, and i forget what they were called but they they were that same group of people that you saw on the show and yeah was that little uh, blonde front girl? What was her name? I don't remember. No, I said with that little blonde front girl. Yes. Yes. Who was in love with anybody who would have anything to do with her? Yes. God, how many of us had friends like that? Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there we go. The Darlins. It says they were a fictional family. But we all know that they weren't actually. They were played by. They were played by. I'm looking right now. Family members. And it talks about them, their characters on the show. 
and it lists that out. But you know what? It's not, I don't see their name. Oh. But I, I know that, that they are not darlings. That's not their no. real official name. I'll, I'll hunt it out and I'll put it up there on the uh, teaser information. Already. Let's see. I, the darling family? Yes, I will. I'm standing here, but I ain't seen no gators. The Dillards. The Dillards. Yes, that's right. Thank yep. you. Rodney and Doug and it said and brothers. It doesn't even mention her. Well, she might not have been. I mean, it might have been one of those, you know, uh, brother bluegrass country gospel things. Mm-hmm. When when you were growing up, and I know we've kind of talked about this a little bit before, but when it came to a show like Beverly Hillbillies, did you like it from an early age or did you not like it from an early age or did you have an opinion at all? You know, I don't remember. I remember watching it. Um, and I remember that I really associated with Ellie Mae because of all the critters. Because mm-hmm. I was kind of an Ellie Mae character myself. Yeah. Hmm. But I don't remember. I don't think it. I don't think I was insulted by it because yeah. I didn't have my Appalachian. Uh, what do we call that? Uh, consciousness had not been raised. No, I guess not. When you're young, you just assume that the whole world's the same way. Or I did. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. I and I kind of thought that the Mayberry life could actually exist. Like somewhere right down the road, probably. Yes, like right down in Mount Airy. Right. And even though it wasn't quite Mayberry where I lived, it was still pretty. And they the accents were not anything like the uh, accents on that show. Did you think they were? I always thought their accents were not Appalachian. No, they weren't. They kind of, they were like generic Southern. Yeah. Ellie Mae was, oh, Paul. You know, <laughs> and and I remember thinking, well, where do they live that, that nobody checks on them to make sure they went to school? Because that's right. not the way it was where I lived. <laughs> no, you couldn't have gotten away with that. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. But I, I laughed along and I knew it was a big joke. But what I didn't realize at the time was that this joke that I was laughing at these other people in the world who didn't know about Appalachia. They were laughing at it, too, but they thought it was true. Yes. And, and that's the danger still, with that kind of stuff. It is. And it is still that way. There's still plenty of people who believe that Appalachia is full of, you know, drug-taking, inbred, ignorant, toothless. Hillbillies. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And that's all there is to it and that we have no value. Right. Right. Other than how we could work. Or make money for them or something. Yes. Yes. Well, and I often think about what kind of person or family would be in these mountains by choice. You know, what would make a family immigrate to this country from somewhere else on a, a very long trip back then and and then make another long trip to these mountains? So, okay, were they hiding? Were they and, criminals? Well, and so, some of them were, mm-hmm. but some of them just wanted to be left alone. I, I, I feel that way been, too. Well, me too. I sure, I sure can't fault them on that. 
Uh-uh. I, I mean, here's me walking all over this camp, walking myself till I'm going to be tired, and I'm going to go, why did you do that? Because I just want to find one place where I can be alone, yeah. where it's a little bit quiet. Yep. And I am not having any success with that. It's it's not bad on our end. Uh, have you seen any gators yet? <laughs> no, I left the gators behind because I was uh, oh. interfering with. Well, yeah, I hope so. Because uh, I was interfering with the frogs. I can tell you some gator stories too. Ooh, gators are pretty scary. Well, these are pretty pretty gnarly stories. You you know how you read every now and then that a gator was found with so and so's leg in his mouth. And so and so well, is missing. Yeah, there was that terrible story fairly recently of um, some little young one that disappeared. And that yeah. little young one, they found her, you know, drowned somewhere in a lagoon yeah. up under a log. Uh -huh. And that's where gators keep the next meal. Yeah. Because they don't like to eat fresh <clears throat> meat. They only like it once it's got a little age on it. Like people eat aged beef. <laughs> Guess so. Yeah. It's Is that what you're saying? Oh, that's I gotta cut that out. We can't have that in there. That's wrong for me to say that. No, 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 no. Slap in my hand. <laughs> well, I I said something today, and you can cut this out too if you want to. A friend of mine went driving by doing in one in a golf cart, and she was doing that hand, you know, the royal hand wave. Yes, the queen wave. Said, oh, and her name is is Diane, and they said, "Oh, your princess die." And she said, "Well, she wasn't much of a princess," and I said, "But she did die." Oh, <laughs> ouch! It's bad true. girls being bad. So we were talking. Was it? Were we talking about? dead folks or were we talking about animals were we talking both? about food or gators or dead people or supper because yeah. now we're recording too late in the day to talk about supper because i already had supper oh my well did you yeah, have y'all had supper yet no my schedule's been all mixed up the allergies this year for me have gone insane I Everybody's just, been saying that. I woke up one morning and I've got like these puffs under my eyes. And they may not go away till about October or so. But it's, I got puffs right here above my eyes and oh. my sinuses are just like. And when I lay down I and then I roll over, I feel everything move. Oh. I know. I know. Well, I, I had the same thing. Well, not quite the same thing. I was at our friend's house up in Georgia. And there's something about their house or the food I eat when I'm there. I don't know what it is that I just, I looked like my 101 year old cousin. <laughs> I was, I had, I was puffy. I had big old lines in my face. My face looked gray. Wow. I just looked terrible. And I got down here to Florida and, and everything is smooth and pink and lovely. So nice. I don't know what it was. Nice. Uh, it's gotten so cool and nice out here and you're starting to see people they've had their supper yeah. and there's not i don't know what's going on tonight it's not a concert though people are starting to wander around this 
there's like a big green in the center of all the camp with the flagpole in the middle, you know, where they probably march and stuff. I don't know. But mm. people starting wandering around, going to other visit other people's camps. I'm glad everybody seems to be doing okay in our world and I'm glad y'all are doing good and I hope that you continue to do well. And, and same back to good. y'all. Yep. Good, good, good. Have you, you been done. have you been by Weird Mountain? Yeah, I, I went over there and the plants seemed fine. I mean, everything seemed like it was fine. I took a photograph that I'm going to put up on uh, Facebook of the little birdies in the nest. Oh, did you climb up on a chair and look at them? Nope. I just barely put my phone right over the nest and clicked Excellent. it. And, and then I walked away because I didn't want to be there too long. Yeah. So, yeah, I put the plants out on the edge of the porch so they catch rain. Boy, It'll be it, fine. it has rained. It's rained solid. It's going to keep it really? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, listen, we're about to be cut off right. here. Bye. I'm going to let you go. Enjoy, Bye. and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. 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 Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have, so I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. W-Y-R-D Mountain Gals.